Today, we are going to be talking about Geostorm and Happy Death Day, so stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. And with me today, I have Joel. It's the end of the world as we know it. Cunningham. I'm supposing that has to do with the film that I went and saw this weekend. Possibly, Joel. Possibly. Mine ties into that, too. You know what mine is for you? No, what is mine? It's Matt. There's no place like home. Hey. (laughs) <laughs> really? Okay. I went. I went more like the Twister. It's a Twister. It's oh, a yeah. twi- like the Oz type. Oh, you said Twister. I was thinking cow. Actually, I think that was the same one. Remember from Twister? Oh yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, that did. They made a sequel to that, didn't they? What? I hope not. I don't, I don't think they did. Probably not. No, you're thinking of like Night of the Twisters, nineteen. I'm or thinking something. about a dance movie where they all did the twist together. That sounds like a <laughs> terrible movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably bad. Anyways, everybody, welcome to the show. This is the real review. Yes. Quick breakdown. We kind of uh, take opposite sides of the spectrum or so. I'm a little bit more emotional, a little bit more feely yep. um, when it comes to movies. And then uh, Joel's a little bit more critical, potentially more analytical and harsh. Just depends. But yeah, we kind of bring them be. together to give you a real review. And that's that's what we do. We kind of blend our styles and that's what's up. That's how he does it. Yeah. Here on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you go ahead and tell people how they can uh, connect with us. For in a, sure. In a real awesome way. I can way. do that. For some reason, my eyes are like really dry. That's, that's super <laughs> like, weird. So I was like, yeah. It's the cinnamon candy. <laughs> it's the cinnamon candy, yeah. Cinnamon candy. Does not mix well with our LaCroix. Nope. Unfortunately. But anyways, yeah, some good ways to get connected. Definitely check out our website, which is realviewmedia.com. We're always posting yep. fun things up there. Uh, we also have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. We've got tons of cool things. We're always throwing up there, articles and fun things that we're finding on the internet to share with people. Totally. Also our Instagram and our Twitter, which are both, you can find us at realreviewmedia. Mm-hmm. So get connected. And then lastly, we'd love to hear thoughts, perspectives, ideas. Um, maybe you went and saw one of the movies we didn't get a chance to see this yeah. weekend. There was a couple. Um, there were a few. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on those, though. So you can email us at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Yes. Yep. Like the snowman. Tell us, did you see that? Hello, Mr. Police. Nobody saw that movie. It's getting I'm obliterated. Not gonna lie. <laughs> it is getting obliterated. So is Geostorm, yep. which is the big one that I'm going to be talking about. You had a chance to see the other one. I did, which came out last week, but I did tell you that I was going to see it because yep. it sounded interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yes. So that actually brings us right into uh, a right new segment, man. Just hop, jump right in. No uh, dip in the toes. Just and, uh, cannonball it. And I don't know if you're ready for this change of weather, <laughs> but um, we're <laughs> going to start off with Geostorm. Let me and say. I, I didn't get to see this. You got to see this. Yeah. Incremental weather is the way that okay. I would put that okay. for this one. Yeah. I don't know what I watched. That's okay. the thing. Like, I know what I watched, but there was nothing, like, nothing happened. Well, let's start here. Yeah. Break it down for okay. us, and then yeah. we'll build from there. So, Geostorm. The synopsis for this is when the network of satellites designed to control the global climate starts to attack Earth. Sounds it's a reasonable. Ra- <laughs> yeah, very reasonable. It's a race against the clock to uncover the real threat before a worldwide geostorm wipes out everything and everyone. Uh, the director and writer, there's actually a co-writer, but the main director and writer is uh, Dean Devlin. Mm. Uh, it's a co-writer, Paul Giat. And I need I need to look into a little bit more, I think, 
and find out what Paul's role in this was. Um, I will say the stars in a second, but the main claim to fame that Dean has is he's actually the writer for two very famous films that came out in the 90s, uh, Independence Day, the original, and Stargate. So he partnered up with the Roland Emmerich a ton, and it shows, because this movie is like right up Roland Emmerich's alley. I was actually, right. when I looked at, when I first saw the preview, I was like, oh, another Roland Emmerich film. And I was like, wait, that's not him? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it feels like that. But anyway, so uh, cast-wise, we've got Gerard Butler as Jake Lawson, uh, Jim Sturgis as Mac Lawson, Max Lawson, their brothers in the film, Abby Cornish as Sarah Wilson, who's kind of the main love interest of Jim. And then uh, Ed Harris is a big, big-ish type character in there. You actually got uh, Richard Schiff. Um, he's kind of briefly in the film, which was okay. really stupid. He's he was like, <laughs> I like him. We talked about this. Um, he's in a couple different shows. I actually, watched Ballers on HBO. He's in that yeah. show. He's done a couple other things, a couple other projects that I enjoyed. Um, he shows up for literally the first five minutes, ten minutes, Sweet. and then he's done. And he never shows up. And he plays a very like strong character so you're thinking he's going to pop back up sometime he doesn't so and that's kind of the the main i will say some good stuff i will try to get to some good stuff but that's kind of the main feel that i had about this movie it was kind of just like things stuff stuff things happening there was a very brief thematic tone okay an idea i guess or concept is probably better that we kind of have done this to ourselves that we've put we've put ourselves almost it, it felt like like a weird side cool to like um, inconvenient truth or something like that. Okay, like it's okay. like, you know, like we, this is like a dramatization of that in a sense, you know, that sure. the, the, the film starts and I'm going to spoil some minor things here. This happens at the very beginning. And I don't think honestly, I don't think I'm spoiling hopefully anything all that insignificant. This is, there's a voiceover that happens in like the first five minutes and it's the daughter oh, of voiceover. Gerard Butler's yeah. um, daughter of Gerard Butler. The idea is that, you know, through, I believe what they're saying is global warming. Um, the earth is kind of on its last legs and lots of crazy weather things are happening and places are flooding. Right. So prior to the film even starting, this is like a first, millions of people have already died. Like prior to the events oh. of the film even starting. So that's where you're starting that's off That's actually at. in the trailer. Right. The and so they create this um, weather system, if you will, this like national group, like China and US lead this United Nations type effort to create this intergalactic, not intergalactic, intergalactic. Sorry, this, this earth covering weather <laughs> yeah, system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the team is led by Gerard Butler, as it would be. Yeah, he's, you know, because he's, he's obviously a genius yeah. person and he just comes across that way. So that's kind of the, that takes place part of the film starting. And it starts with the weather system having been up and Gerard Butler kind of coming under scrutiny by Congress from some of the decisions that he made where he kind of like, you know, because he's that loose cannon guy. He's like, I'm the loose cannon and I do what I want because politicians suck, you know? And so... (laughs) Kind of like Dennis Quaid in uh, Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. And so it sets up this kind of like antagonistic type relationship with his brother Jim because Jim ends up taking over the project and they call, um, they call the weather system Dutch Boy. Sounds like something Gerard Butler would name something. Yeah. So that's like the weather spaceship weather system they call it dutch boy but he himself refers to it as a she so like you know he's gonna go back there and when when he goes back there he's like oh looks like you're doing good lady and i was like wait dutch boy's a she like i thought you said it was a dutch boy i don't know is that a joke that they do or is no, no. he he oh. literally think he literally considers you know like you know ah. your, your car you, you have like yeah. you know that good old my good old car she runs great you know he's doing that with the spaceship and ah. I'm like, but it's dutch boy so huh yeah so that kind of sets in motion the events of the the plot um you know, Geostorm, the name of it. And 
I will ask this. So I will try and get to a couple positives here. There's a lot of things to be negative about with this film. Okay. What would you say with a name like Geostorm, what would you think this movie would be about? Uh, asteroids. No. <laughs> <laughs> but close. Earthquakes. No. No, I mean like- and Storms. With a name like Geostorm, wouldn't you think that the film would be about a Geostorm? Which is a, a global storm. Right. Yes. But you would think that that would be the main- thing that's happening and from all the previews and all the trailers it looks like there's this insane geostorm like thing that's going on the whole film is about them trying to prevent the geostorm so so what are the precursors is that what's happening so i don't i don't want to spoil things too much yeah don't spoil it just but it's about the build-up to the geostorm. It's about, and I already, I probably already spoiled that. Un- unfortunately, I apologize. So, but like, that's the, <laughs> the whole movie is about the build-up toward that and the trying to prevent sort of this geostorm from taking place. But I, I almost want to do a spoiler review of this because really, 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 where this film absolutely one hundred percent breaks down is in the plot. It's in the story. The acting, really, because it seems like it would be solid. Oh, absolutely, solid story. Yeah, you think, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Special effects, for the most part, are good. I mean, the cinematography is fine and serviceable. Okay. The pacing of the film was a bit slow for me, but that had more to do, again, with the plot because of the way that the plot was progressing. Um, I will say good good things for the film. Overall, the characters felt realistic. Okay. They didn't feel like caricatures which you've seen in some Roland Emmerich-type projects right. in the past. I know it's not Roland Emmerich, but I associate this very strongly with Similar-ish. his style. Yeah, Similar-ish. so they didn't feel caricature-ish. They all felt like real people. Um, so that was good. I would say, again, the special effects were pretty top-notch. I cool. mean, they probably used you know most of their budget in, in that regard, so everything looked like, oh, yeah, okay, that thing's blowing up or that thing's freezing. There were some moments where visually things would get a little bit silly to me, Okay. Um, and it had all the hallmarks of a Roland Emmerich type, you know, like the kid with the dog screaming, you know what I mean? And, you know, the, the cars getting sucked up. Right, and right, right. I, I, again, I don't, I, it's hard for me to get into how stupid this film was unless I start getting all spoilery. No, it's okay. So there's some just visual stuff that was silly, um, even more to a degree, even more so than what Roland Emmerich used to do yeah i think the thing that similar Emmerich, setups right like people running away from a big event. at least at least in the earlier i mean at least i could say in independence day that was cheesy fun like you knew there was going to be right. like goofiness and you know welcome to earth you know like <laughs> like you know will smith punching an alien like could have been at a barbecue yeah like there's gonna be you know i ain't heard no fat lady saying yeah, like yeah. you know enough of the fat like you know yeah. there's gonna be like silliness that's yeah. there but it's kind of like fun and yeah. it makes it enjoyable. This movie didn't really have that. Visual it fun. went very straight. Like, okay. very, like... But then it would still have moments where that felt like that needed to be there, you know? So the beats would kind of happen, and you're just like, oh, progression. Oh, this happening. Oh, that happening. And it... So it wasn't a fun film, you know? Okay. It wasn't like you were on this kind of roller coaster fun ride. It was more just like you're watching, like I said, things happen. Right. And you're not tied to a deeper theme what i mentioned there is that they briefly mentioned that idea of like the global warming thing and then there's kind of this idea that we humans have are bringing this upon ourselves sure but it's not really played out it's not really fleshed out because the actions and the the breakdown of like 
the system and the geostorm and everything like that is due to like a couple individuals actions, not yeah. everybody's actions. And it has, tries to have like this hopefulness to it. I do need to talk about some spoilers. I really do. Okay. Spoiler I think. warning so, guys. Yeah. So, um, okay. So <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out even where I should start with this. Cause there's just so many crazy things that I could say. They have lightning bolts that destroy cement. That's okay. like just an example of how stupid this film could be at times. Is that a thing? I didn't know if that was a thing or not. Well, like, so the, okay, so the whole plot sort of builds up, like Independence Day, you know how they had that internal clock that, um, mm-hmm. I forget, what's his name, found? Yeah. Um, and that sort of, once that happens, then it's like we're on an action ride, we're action, action romp. This movie kind of had an internal clock thing, but it was counting down to like the Geostorm hitting. Okay. Somebody hacks into the Geostorm for reasons and they're trying to sort of usurp the system and create this haywireness to destroys the geostorm idea is that there's like and they didn't really explain this all the well a guy used the geostorm system to create scenarios of mass world destruction that can be somehow reenacted or like played out if they wanted to but they didn't really explain that super huh, well that's weird and so they they managed to track that like the half of the movie is about espionage and hacking and trying to figure out like who the who the criminals are, and then randomly a bunch of people somewhere will just get killed. Like the system will go haywire, right. and a bunch of people in Afghanistan all freeze to death. And it's like gotcha. what you know, and then like randomly, those are the action sequences to keep people engaged, right? Yeah. And there's like one guy. It didn't even make sense. So they hack the system, and then like randomly, some people can figure things out, and other people can't. And so Gerard Butler ends up going back up there because he's trying to like, you know, Walton figure out what's going wrong. And it immediately becomes evident that like, it, it's like, you know, this is sabotage mm-hmm. and they built in all these back doors, but somehow there's this genius level hacker that's there that somehow got on board and is like undoing all the back doors and setting all these viruses. And yeah, so things start happening on earth because there's like a geostorm building. So there's, there's, there's like violence and storms happening, but that's not part of the geostorm. That's like the buildup to right. the geostorm. Right. And so all the destruction and mayhem is just kind of like, okay, look how bad this could be. Sure. This could get really bad. And it's, it's, it's ridiculous in nature. Cause it's, I will say the best part of the entire movie was <laughs> there's a scene of a, a guy riding a camel trying to get away from a tidal wave in the desert. That's probably my favorite part. It's <laughs> like, so ridiculous like you don't think of a guy riding a camel trying to flee from a tidal wave like that just so ridiculous to me yeah but like there's examples like like so they sit this lightning storm into um florida to try and destroy basically the entire presidential's cabinet like the president and the president's cabinet and so like the lightning bolt somehow just like decimates the entire one lightning bolt like blows up the entire stadium which makes no sense where they're doing the dnc um and then lightning bolts start shooting at them like almost like on target and it's like hitting the cement and the cement's like like disintegrating into pieces i'm like what kind of lightning bolts is this like yeah. i know lightning bolt i've seen like zeus lightning bolts yeah like it can destroy wood or trees or like organic material but that's maybe cement. it's organic cement it might be i don't, I don't know. know so it just it like they had so many dumb moments like that there was a part where I call it the Aeon Flux moment because there's this movie. I don't know if you ever saw it. Yeah, Flux. I saw it and I forgot it. Yeah, the scene. There's like a scene in the movie where it's like the. I I laugh about this every time I think about it. It's, it's this guard that's like in the middle of this rooftop of this like giant building. Yeah, and he's guarding like it's like you know, the one inept guard, and right. he's guarding a skylight, 
and there's nobody else around him. And then all of a sudden, Anne Flux like flies out of nowhere and like wraps her legs around his neck and like breaks his head. I'm like, yeah. where did he? Yeah. Like, where did you come from? Like, how did that happen? You know? And it's there's a moment like that where they like they send this like automated car ahead of them, and then they just there's like open field all around these guys, and they blow it up with a rocket launcher, and then they just come out of nowhere and they like knock a guy out and. So it's just continually filled right. with more and more stupid stuff. Gotcha. And there's no there's no real stakes to it, which is sad because people are just kind of willy-nilly dying. And this was like the it left a really bad taste in my mouth as well because again, we're spoiling things here. So Yeah, we're still on spoiler. We yeah. haven't got off spoilers. Yeah. So they get to like the end of the film and they figure out who the hacker is and they figure out how to like reboot the system, which that, that doesn't work. You can't reboot a system and that gets rid of a virus. That's like the first thing you learn is that like a good, a good genius level virus. Like, I didn't creator. learn that. Well, you put it in like the bios. You put That's it in okay. like, the, I don't, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Just so yeah. <laughs> so he puts like, he puts a virus in the system and they think that if they somehow reboot the system that they're going to, that it's going to get rid of the virus. But the only way to reboot the system is they have to use the president's biometric codes which is the most stupid thing. And they create a fail-safe um, self-destruct mechanism in the spaceship that you can't stop once it's been started for some reason. They just decide. Great. Yeah, so he creates this. So they, they he starts the Geosorm scenario, which there's a countdown for it for some reason. Yeah. And then self-destructs the spaceship. And then they figure everything out and they reboot the system. You know, it's a race to the end. And But in the meantime thousands hundreds of thousands of people are probably dying there's like a tidal wave in uh um dubai that's where the camel is yeah. you know there's uh everybody's getting uh, frozen to death in rio de janeiro uh there's fires being lit in russia and it's funny because there it's like you can tell it's like oh well russia's cold so we should use flames and like oh well rio de janeiro is like a beach place so we should right. use cold and like they're like <laughs> literally trying to like make it seem the most extreme as possible right it's very pandery in that sense and so they get everything done but like Hundreds of thousands of people are dying. And the big thing, though, is like, will Gerard Butler's character get back to Earth because he promised his daughter that he would get back to Earth? He has to make it. It's like Armageddon. Right. And so he makes it. And so, like, everybody's celebrating, though. Like, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, Gerard Butler made it. He survived. It's so great. But, like, hundreds of thousands of people have died died. due to what would be constituted as an act of terrorism because somebody hijacked that system. They would not be celebrating. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if hundreds of thousands of people were killed due to an act of terrorism and one person survived, nobody would be like, yay. Like we would all just be mourning for yeah. forever. It would yeah. be go down as like the worst day in human history almost. Yep. So that's just, it's, those are just elements of how stupid the whole entire film is. And yeah. I'm not going into too much depth with the characterization or the acting or, you know, theme or things like that, which I usually like to do mm-hmm. because there's nothing there. There's right. no, there's literally no, the characters are like one note, you know, Jim, who's Gerard Butler's brother in the film. His whole thing is like, he wants to be given respect by his brother. Sure. You know what I mean? And Gerard Butler's character's whole big thing is like, you know, I was, I was mistreated by the politicians and I want to be proven right. And he's proven right. You know, um, and come through for my daughter, you mm-hmm. know, and then there's a weird romantic relationship between, uh, the character Max, uh, and Sarah. And she's like a under, she's like a secret service agent. You know what I mean? And for some reason she has like special abilities to like, she like immediately when, when things start to go down gets promoted from like entry level, like secret service girl to like head of the secret service okay. where she's got control and she can like tell everybody what to do. And it's like, okay, I guess you've got that. So it's just, 
randomness and silliness and it just it didn't mean anything you know I it's one you. of those films that if you want to just sit down and literally just watch visual effects of world environments getting destroyed like do that okay um but yeah. you're not going to get anything else from it so I gotcha. rate this thing so i give this one a d minus so 61 percent cool all right i think if they had I don't even know how this film could have been redeemed in my eyes. I think this was bound to be a flop just from the get-go. Yeah. I, I really don't think we've seen a, a significant, except for maybe Independence Day 2, I don't think we've seen a significant or somewhat success in the box office as far as financially with this type of a film in a really long time. Independence Day 2 didn't do that well. It didn't well. do that well, but it did okay, right? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like it at all. But I, I know you didn't I, like it. I'm I just talking was, about financial return. No, I think return. it was a flop. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I, thought it did, I thought it did decently Maybe well. Maybe internationally, not domestically. But like, you know, this started with The Day After Tomorrow, and then that was like kind of watched, and then you had 2012, and then, you know, you had... Uh, the San Andreas one. I like and San Andreas. San Andreas was fun because of The Rock. Yeah. That was basically the only reason that movie was redemptively yep. good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know if there's, I don't even know who the audience is for this anymore because people aren't tuning in for these types of monumental world catastrophe. I couldn't get that word out. So I saw a thing that said that this movie would be awesome if it came out in 1998. Oh yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels like a modern. It feels like a 1998 film with updated visual effects, right? You know, and without the overall interest of an Independence Day, you know, yeah, because that felt like there was the the good thing about most Roland Emmerich films is that there's clear delineated lines between good and bad. In right. a film like this, the problem is is there's not a clear delineated line of what's good and bad. There's antagonists in the film, but they're so unimportant to what's happening. And you don't know who they are because it's a mystery. It's like, I don't know yeah. who it's just a root for or root against. Um, so that's basically it. I will say the final shot, I will spoil this if you don't want to spoil it. We're still in spoilers. We never really yeah, said so. end of spoilers. So. Yeah. I don't feel like anybody's gonna really going to watch this movie. So I'm, I'm just not that concerned. I apologize for anybody out there that's getting stuff you know ruined for them and they don't like that. But the final shot is a rocket launching into space into what is basically a giant hole in the sky. And I was like, it almost looked like like the butt of the sky. And I was just like, that's kind of how I feel. It's like they just <laughs> launched a bunch of stuff out of a butt. And it's like, that's kind of what this movie turned into. Oh, gosh. You know? <laughs> I know it sounds horrible and very graphic, but it was like, there's no reason for this film. Yeah, well, um, so, there you go. Side note, uh, Independence Day <clears throat> Resurgence, $165 million production budget, domestic gross, $103 million. Okay. Uh, worldwide, it doubled that, so it was at three eighty nine. Okay, but, so they might have broken even, potentially. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, Maybe taking a marketing and everything. I'm not going to hurry out to go see Geostorm. However, I do want to talk about another movie. Yeah, you, you go, because I'm done. <laughs> I do want to talk about another movie, and this movie is Happy Death Day. This movie came out last week. I didn't get a chance to see it. Yeah. Um, but I did take a chance to swing at it. And uh, let's give the synopsis. So the breakdown sure. is a college student must relive the day of her murder over and over again in a loop that will end only when she discover discovers her killer's identity. Um, and it's directed by Christopher Landon, uh, written by Scott Lobdell, um, stars Jessica Roth. I think it's Roth. Uh, Israel Broussard, uh, Ruby Medine, Charles Aitken, Laura Clifton. Um, so this movie kind of has that vibe, and it's they're very, very clear at the very beginning. Uh, even in the trailers, you're like, oh, this is like Groundhog's Day, right? right? So 
Um, they even have a joke about Groundhog Day. Oh, do they? I'm like, and it's good. Like, yeah. it's, it's well done. I'm like, does she wake up every morning I'm to glad put you your that. little hand in mine? She wakes up. She wakes up every morning to what happens you see in the trailer. So oh, okay. there was kind of like a musical thing. But the I actually I enjoyed this movie. Okay, it's it, it was a good good watch. It's not something I feel like I want to encourage people to go out and like rush and see okay um but i did find enjoyment in it um i will say this it's marketed as a horror like thriller um i don't feel like it was very much in the horror vein yeah um i, I sent you a text earlier I, I thought i thought it was more uh mystery mm. thriller there weren't a lot of horrific elements there were sure i mean she dies in a number of different ways but um it's PG thirteen, yeah, and it's not like super graphic, so it's not like Scream or like I know what you did last summer. Like it's a slasher movie, but not like that, yeah. Um, and it's it's more focused on like the characters and more focused on the mystery element. Who's doing this? What's happening? What's mm. going on? Uh, it's actually really well acted. Okay, uh, Jessica Roth did a fantastic job carrying this. I've never really seen her before, but she was awesome. Israel uh, Broussard as well. Uh, super endearing, just like college dorm guy that like they kind of get to know throughout the film. Yeah. And they know get to know each other. And it's really cool. So what's what's funny about this movie, it's 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 basically what it is, Groundhog's Day, or Groundhog's Day, um, because that movie is based on the premise of him reliving his day over and over again until he basically becomes a decent guy, right? Mm, yeah. So it's it's that same kind of deal. Um, and <laughs> except she's dying. Yeah, except that's the twist on yeah. it. Like, she keeps dying. Um, and I will say this. It wasn't, you know, finding out who it was wasn't as straightforward as you would think it was. Um, and there's a couple of twists at the end. I, I, I figured out one of them. Like, I figured out the main twist Right when I saw something happen, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> but it was literally like 30 seconds before they revealed the twist anyway. Right. So it was decent. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I was just, I was surprised. I was engaged. I was watching it. I was like, ah, I'm kind of into this right now. And it, it had some laughable mo- moments. It mm-hmm. was funny. Yeah. And and I also mentioned this to you too. It's, it's basically Blumhouse has been really successful in this like weird territory that's not quite all the way horror but um, it is kind of in that kind of slightly horrific, but like more thriller yeah. vibe. Like that's how Get Out was. That's how Split was. Yeah. Um, and they're all in that same that same vein where they're just, you know, they're there to keep you engaged. Right. And I'd not, say the content is horrific. Right. In nature. Right. But it's not there to give you like jump scares. Like you know, right. Are there no jump scares? A little There's bit? maybe a couple, and okay, they're yeah. and they're like musical flourishes that you would get uh, like any yeah. typical jump scare. Yeah. But they're they're earned because yeah. there's there's a reason to like the bad guys there, and that's why they swell the music up. You're right. like, oh dang, he's right there. Turn around. You yeah, know, yeah. Kind yeah. of like, um, but at the same time. When those things were happening, I was more concerned about, all right, so when she dies this time, what is she going to do next time to go figure out what's <laughs> happening? Because she goes into like detective mode. And yeah. It's just kind of fun. And I, I enjoyed it. Um, again, the chemistry between uh, Jessica and Israel, uh, Carter and Tree, that's her names. Mm-hmm. And um, they, uh, they was just... It was endearing. I enjoyed that. You don't like her at first. Endearing? She, yes. Really? That's not what you I really expected from this. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it's more around Carter's character um, yeah. or Israel's character, Carter. Um, but you don't like the main character. It's kind of like, like I said, Groundhog's Day. You don't right. like her. And then you find out more about her backstory. And then you go forward. And you're like, okay, I kind of get where she's coming from. And then you go with her on that journey. And they did a good job in that sense. It wasn't amazing, obviously. I'm not going to, like I yeah. said, I'm not going to go send people out there to go, like, go see it. You have to see yeah. it. But I did enjoy it. If you if you get a chance to check it out, it's just kind of a fun, fun watch. What do you think are some weaknesses? Um, I think more on the weaknesses side, um, I would have liked to see more more of the horror side. Okay. I'm the horror guy and I wanted yeah. to see more. I wanted to be like edge of my seat, like, oh, what's going to happen? But it was more like, like, oh, this is interesting. I'm curious as to what's going to happen. I wanted to be more like scared what's going to happen as yeah. opposed to just what's happening right now, you know? Yeah. Um, that seems like it would be tough. Cause, I mean, you could definitely have a lot of horror yeah. because there's... An, 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 Tons of ways you could kill yeah. her horribly, but at some point it would probably cease to be as shocking, right? If they're constantly yeah. killing her, killing her. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it got to a, a point too where like some of that there's a montage in in Groundhog Day mm-hmm. where he's like just killing himself right, in yeah. random ways. Yeah. There's it's not really quite a montage of that, but yeah. like it happens real quick a couple times, um, and uh, it's it's kind of funny. There there is some humor in this too to be had, and they're they're trying to make it kind of like a horror comedy. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, there wasn't a lot of negatives as far as just I the it's not a super strong um, uh, narrative, but it was executed well. Yeah. Um, I found enjoyment. I wanted there to be a little bit more uh, horror that side of it, and um, that's really it. Just didn't have like a huge umph, you know, but, yeah. but I, I found some enjoyment in it. So Blumhouse is known famously for creating very small budget type productions. Right. You know, that's one of their big claims to fame, mainly because they're so successful. Not that, they, not right. because they make cheap movies, but because they make cheap movies that are really good. Do you feel like this movie would have been in any way better with a larger scale budget? Or do you feel like that wasn't really a limitation hmm. for it? No. Uh, I didn't think, feel like they were cutting corners runtime wise or no, I, I felt like they, they did good. And I, I think, I think, and we had talked about this previously, what mm-hmm. they're doing is they're, it's the, it's the rule of limiting a budget yeah. so that the people creating the film could get as creative as possible yeah. in how they do that. Right. And Same like that. element as they have, like they give a TV series, you know, you gotta, you gotta wrap this up in 41 minutes because mm-hmm. the rest of that hour is commercial breaks. Yeah. So you gotta wrap this up in 41 minutes and then when it goes to like a different platform and they have unlimited time, quote unquote, yeah, they, they get loosey goosey and it's not as tight. It's not as creative. They're not, you know, if they have a bigger budget, they're they're just, you know, throwing a bunch of CGI at it as opposed to doing a bunch of like practical stuff they could just, you know, wire up real quick, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I think it was fine. Cool. For what they had. That's I, that's one of the things I do appreciate them about them. Yeah. They're really not like Geostorm felt like they just had an okay like not great and okay idea and they threw a ton of money at it. Right. They tried to get a bunch of somewhat well-known people. people. Blumhouse is great too because it really does feel like they, they try to feature new talent. Yeah. That might be a, because their salaries are a lot lower yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, in a way, but I think the people that are in those films they want to earn it a bit more. You gotta you know? get you gotta get good uh, actors and actresses too, because I think yeah. um, I think if this if this movie wasn't acted as well as Jessica Roth did in it, yeah, it would have been would have been you know worse. Right. Um, she did really really good job. I was yeah. impressed. Normally when you get these like horror films, uh, especially with unknowns, yeah, it's not that good. Right. Well, that's one of the things I was gonna say. I mean, with any Blumhouse production I've seen, 
the accent is always acting has always at least been decent. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. They seem to find good talent, even though most of it is for me relatively unknown. Yeah. I don't know a lot of the names that are in it. So no. so I, I uh I, I found enjoyment in it. I uh, mm-hmm. wasn't at, didn't have the umph that I wanted, didn't have the the horror side that I was thinking it was gonna have. Maybe that was just my problem, my preconceived ideas going <laughs> into it. Uh but I'm gonna give it a seventy nine. C plus. Cool. Yeah. That's good. That yeah. almost broke into that B range. Yeah, almost, not quite. But um yeah. and I was thinking about that too for a while. I was like, what 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 am I missing that could get yeah. into that B? I'm like trying to find the B in it, yeah. you know, but I gotta give it a seventy nine. Cool. It's still good, still fresh. So um I might try and check it out when it shows up on some of the, the yeah. streaming platforms. Uh, yeah. they don't tend to put a lot of his movies, Blumhouse movies on Netflix until um, it's like way yeah. down the line. But it'll probably pop up on Amazon. Split was on Amazon recently. Uh, might still be there. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah. So that's that's really it. So we got for Happy Death Day. Um, cool. Uh, Seventy nine. But uh, yeah, that's gonna actually wrap up our episode. Of, what? It's already over, Matt. It's already over. We can talk about other movies. Yeah, we don't have any other movies. <laughs> Just kidding. But I did watch. Well, I watched, what did you watch? I watched Babysitter. Oh, how a Netflix original. A Netflix original. Yeah, which we can we could save for another review if we want. I yeah. actually enjoyed it. Yeah, let's save that because I want to watch okay. that too and we'll talk about it together. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, that's going to wrap up for today's uh, episode. Uh, real quick again, get connected with us, uh, realreviewmedia.com, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash therealreview, Instagram, Twitter, at realreviewmedia, facebook.com slash real or sorry, slash realreviewmedia. And you can connect with us all there. Um, check out the videos. Uh, check out the news content, connect with us, uh, social medias, and Joel. Yeah. Anything else you got to So, you that? know, so ha- Happy Death Day was in third this week. Geostorm was way down there. Do you know what did one number one? You probably know. What was one? I didn't. I Hallelujah. Didn't. It's Medea. Oh, Medea. Medea always does good. She nailed it this yeah, weekend. Yeah, I will so, say yeah. this. I don't know. I have to check out Medea. I've never seen, I've seen one Medea actually. Every time Medea comes yeah. out, it crushes. There's yeah. a huge market for that. There is a huge market for Medea. Yeah, and I've, I've never seen any Medea. I want to see Medea start popping up in other non Medea projects. Yeah. Though. I would really love that. I will say this. I it's like the same guy that was in. What's Tyler Perry? Yeah, so, Gone Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, he, uh, wouldn't have been funny if he played that character and in- <laughs> yeah. So Medea, the poster for it, it's like him holding an ax Yes, and, uh, like just blood everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. That was it. Yeah. That's it. Well, Hey, That's it. All right. it's been real. It's been real. <laughs>